I'm Derek Alexander Pope, Managing Director of the Arc of Justice Institute, and welcome to Hidden Legal Figures. Each week, this podcast brings you the lost stories of the heroic and vital contribution that lawyers and judges made to the civil rights movement. You may recall from one of our earlier episodes hearing Constance Baker Motley talk about one of her role models as she was first considering a career in the law. At that time, there was at least one role model, and that was Jane Boland. Jane Boland graduated from Yale Law School about 1937, and uh, all the time I was going to law school, at least she was a role model. In recognition of Women's History Month, Hidden Legal Figures brings into plain view the exceptional career of Jane Matilda Boland. Jane Matilda Bolin was born April 11, 1908, in Poughkeepsie, New York, the youngest of the four children to Gaius Charles Bolin and Matilda Emery Bolin. Poughkeepsie did not have laws of racial segregation, but growing up the child of an interracial couple, the future judge did experience what she later called some differences. There was an instance or two when she was denied service at hair salons. But for the most part, discrimination did not factor into her day-to-day existence. When her mother died when she was only nine years old, Jane and her three siblings were raised by their father. And at this point, she began to spend a lot of time in her father's law office. Gaius Bolin was himself a bit of a legal pioneer. He was the first black person to graduate from Williams College in Williamstown, Massachusetts in 1889. Three years later, he was admitted to the New York State Bar after having read the law under the guidance and supervision of Fred E. Ackerman. At that time, studying the law, or what they called reading law, under the supervision of someone who was already an attorney, was a fairly common method to becoming a lawyer. Gaius was known for being a lion in the courtroom and people would say that when he would argue a case, you could hear him clear across the street. So while the father was in the courtroom arguing cases, the daughter was back in the law office reading the crisis magazine. She began to learn about lynchings and the treatment of blacks in the South. And it wasn't long before she decided that being a lawyer was her destiny. At first, her father wasn't so sure. He assumed I'd be a school teacher. He didn't think women should hear the unpleasant things that lawyers have to hear. But I had made up my mind that being a lawyer was what I wanted to do. So off she went to Wellesley College in Massachusetts. Before graduating with honors in 1928, a career counselor tried to discourage her from applying to Yale Law School because of her race and her gender. When Gaius Boland got wind of this, he sprang into action. He took the train to Massachusetts, walked the long hallway to the counselor's office, and when the door was closed behind him, he said, My daughter wants to be and will be a lawyer. She has the qualifications, and you and I are going to work together to make certain this happens. Three years later, in 1931, Jane Boland became the first black woman to graduate from Yale Law School. 
She went to work for her father in his law office until 1933 when she and her new husband, Ralph Mizell, moved to New York City and began to practice law together. In 1937, she was named Assistant Corporation Counsel for the City of New York and was immediately assigned to the Domestic Relations Court. One summer afternoon in 1939, July 22nd to be exact, she was summoned to the office of Mayor Fiorello LaGuardia. Sensing something was amiss, she asked her husband to accompany her to this conference. As it turns out, the mayor had already spoken to Mr. Mizell about the possibility of appointing Jane Bolin a judge. It was only at that meeting when she found out. Immediately, she was sworn in, and in an instant, Jane Bolin became the nation's first African-American female judge. At the press conference announcing her appointment, one of the reporters, who seemed more interested in her outfit and her obvious attractiveness, asked the newly minted judge whether she'd ever considered a career in the motion pictures or as a model for the fashion magazines. In a very stern response, she said, No, I always wanted to be a lawyer. She would make significant changes with regard to children's rights. Because of Judge Bolin, racially integrated child services became a guarantee. She made certain that probation officers would be assigned without regard to race or religion, and she made certain that children would be accepted to publicly funded child care agencies, no matter what their ethnic background may have been. She even made changes on how she would appear in the courtroom. She chose not to wear the traditional judge's robe because... I wanted the children to feel comfortable and at ease. In 1944, she went back to her hometown for American Brotherhood Week, where she gave a speech that both alarmed and awakened. Poughkeepsie is fascist to the extent of deluding itself that there is superiority among human beings by reason solely of color, race, or religion. Her speech was so impactful that her father would become the first black lawyer to be elected president of the Dutchess County Bar Association. By the time he earned that distinction, he had been practicing law for 56 years. And Mr. Boland was 80 years old. In 1958, she gave another speech about equal rights for women and she was very candid about that struggle. Those gains we have made were never graciously and generously granted. We have had to fight every inch of the way in the face of sometimes insufferable humiliations. She was very matter-of-fact about having earned the distinction of being the first black female judge in the nation. Everyone else makes a fuss about it, but I didn't think about it, and I still don't. I wasn't concerned about first, second, or last. My work was my primary concern. She served as a judge for 40 years after having been reappointed to three successive 10-year terms. When she reached the mandatory retirement age of 70, she said she was leaving the bench only because... They're kicking me out. Getting serious for a moment, she commented on the prevalence of violent crime being committed by and against children that increased during her time on the bench. I've never seen anything like this. Never. Sometimes from the bench, I ask the children, why? And I never get a satisfactory answer. They just look at you. 
they stare at you and they don't say anything. The Dutchess County Courthouse is located at 10 Market Street in downtown Poughkeepsie. On the main floor of the courthouse is a mural honoring 12 historical figures with connections to the county. Featured prominently are Gaius Charles Bolin and the nation's first black female judge, Jane Bolin. Despite her many accomplishments, Jane Bolin insisted that there was only one thing uppermost in her mind throughout her career. My main interest has always been the uplift of our race. At age 98, she died on January 8, 2007 in Long Island, New York. Judge Jane Matilda Bolin, a hidden legal figure that changed America. In partnership with the National Center for Civil and Human Rights, the Arc of Justice Institute is developing a traveling exhibit to recognize the heroic and vital contributions lawyers and judges made to the civil rights movement. Under the Color of Law will premiere in 2021. To learn more, visit www.onthearc.net.